0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. I'm Andy. I got my co-host, Ben, here with me.
1: How's it going, everybody?
0: All right, and quick housekeeping here at the top. Remember, you can always find us on Twitter at TYTBTO, or just type in Too Young to Be This Old on Twitter, and you'll find us. You can find us by the same name on Facebook. So, Ben, lead us into this week's topic.
1: Don't forget you can get that RSS feed from com, And today's topic is one that I had to bring in the big guns for. It. The topic we've been wanting to talk about for a while. I would like to welcome everyone to the Jurassic Park cast. Two of my best friends. Um, and just other, imagine
0: the theme song in the background because we can't play it because copyright.
1: Yeah, I, copyright. I was
2: kind of worried if I like needed to cheer or something like that. <laughs>
1: no, not at all. But as you just heard, we do have some guests with us today. Let me introduce first my friend, Walter. Tell the audience about yourself a little bit, Walter. Uh, Hey, everybody. Um, I'm, like you said, I'm Walter.
2: I'm a professional photographer from North Georgia. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You can can look at my stuff at wsimplephoto.com. I specialize in motorsports. So if you have a race team and you need photos done, just give me a shout and... I'd be happy to work with you.
1: Um, yeah, do I'm a huge do, Jurassic Park fan. Do you do b- boudoir photos? I have shot
2: boudoir before,
1: uh, but hey, not mean, that much.
2: $20, $20. I mean, I'll shoot boudoir too for 20 bucks. It's fine. But
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, if you need any kind of photography job and you're offering to pay this man, he'll probably do it.
2: What uh, saying
0: here. Yeah, not for twenty
2: bucks. I'm not gonna lie. Not for twenty bucks. No. No. Yeah, you, you get to choose cheap or good and expensive. i <laughs> gonna say. Um, yeah, you know, like I said, specialized in motorsports. I make films for uh, Atlanta Motorsports Park. My baby is a film series called The Hunt for Speed. It's just a short story-based, you know, film series on cars and their owners and their hunt for speed. And didn't
1: that get some national attention? Um,
2: it has. It, it's been uh, um, featured on TV shows. Like, uh, I think one was called like Right This Minute. Uh, we've had a couple people from Caffeine Octane approach us. Apparently there's some sort of TV show in the works. I
1: don't know. There you go. And our second guest is a good friend of mine for many years as well. It is Mr. Matthew Bennett
3: explain yourself sir all right hello everyone um has been said my name is matthew i known been for a long time um normally my professional job is nurse but i will only work three days a week so it gives me plenty of time to spare to um obsess over pop culture things and also in my spare time i like to do a cooking stream um it's a little sporadic as far as the dates go but it's always a good bit of fun when we do them. Ben's been the guest star in several of the episodes as the ultimate hype man slash drunk man, depending on the night. Oh my God, and so drunk. Usually drunk man. Very drunk. I mean, the two go hand in hand, really. The drunker Ben is, the more hype we have. So it's it's in my best interest to get him liquored up good at the beginning of the, of the show. But um, I do stream there, and you can check that out at twitch.tv slash mango spears. It's definitely a fun little watch.
1: And his channel is called Cooking with Mango. It is Cooking with Mango. And when I'm on there, it's Cooking with Mango, drinking and with drinking mangoes.
3: with Fumbles.
2: Yeah, I actually, I actually have watched you guys a few times, and I really enjoy that stream. Even more so when I can critique super hardcore that you're doing things wrong.
3: Because you're an ass. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. So, like we've mentioned a couple times, our subject today is Jurassic Park. Um, gonna go ahead and let you know. Spoiler warn- warning: If you haven't seen this movie yet, do yourself a favor.
0: Just stop listening.
1: Stop listening. Go watch it and then come watch back. No, no. They've
2: had twenty-five years. Yeah, they've had twenty-five no. years. Yeah, no, had 25 exactly. years. They just need to get over it. Spoilers. No, they got to watch it.
0: Yeah, we're gonna spoil. Yeah, you it, gotta so watch it. Yeah,
2: pause. W- they've had twenty-five years. It's uh, it's uh, time.
1: Yeah, and actually, so just, I think my math might
3: be wrong on that.
0: Oh, son, you.
3: It's been longer than that. It's time. It's no. It's been twenty five years, almost twenty six. It's gonna be twenty six years in what, like June, I think. Yeah,
1: twenty six years in June. So yeah, you've had twenty five years. Get with the (laughs) program.
3: So we're not
1: gonna give you a scene by scene play by play. That's not what we're about here. (sighs) But we could. Uh, But we. But we could. We totally could. We could. But we'll spare you that. But we're gonna talk about things about this movie that have made it our favorite movie and how it has held up with film changing so much over these past 25 years. A little background on the movie. It was based on a book by Michael Crichton. That Which is based was... on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. It's actually based, but he wrote this book off a screenplay that he started writing in 1983. So it's a movie based on a book that was a screenplay. It came out June June eleventh, nineteen ninety three, and held the record for highest growth scene film ever until another one of our favorite movies we have talked in depth about on this podcast, Titanic. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler
1: alert,
2: the boat sinks in that movie. Yes, yes it does. It does. You've had time, um,
3: you should have seen it. Yeah, so hey, now I'm not gonna watch it, I know what happens. Yeah, yeah God.
1: Yeah. Also and based in, on a true story. That actually is true on that one. Um Moon, on t- <laughs> and in 2018, the National Film Registry added Jurassic Park to its archives for its cultural significance. So basically, it's a good ass movie, and even the government recognizes certified good ass movie.
0: Good-ass movie. <laughs> certified
1: good ass movie. We need we need to figure out if we can put <laughs> CGAM. That on yeah, we need to figure out if we can put that on t-shirts. <laughs> so first things first. 25-year-old movie, when you think of some of the films that you you watch in recent memory, with the advances in technology we've had with 4K TVs, HD, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, all these different forms and films, there's some movies that don't look that great anymore. One that comes to my mind, and it's not even an old movie, go watch any of the Hobbit franchise on anything like 4K, you can tell every CGI scene that has ever happened.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, and then yeah. even things from, like, the early 2000s, also yeah. rough. Yeah. Rough, 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 rough.
1: I didn't realize the dogs were in the house, but um, this movie doesn't have that. 25 years old, everything, I mean, these look like real dinosaurs. There is a there is a credit in the movie as dinosaur supervisor, and uh, Phil Tippett didn't do his job, and people died while he was trying to supervise these dinosaurs oh wow he had he had (laughs) one job he had one job
0: was to supervise those dinosaurs
3: and and he didn't um actually um thinking about that the dinosaurs actually did go wild on the set like with the t-rex scene because of the water it weighed down the electronics so much it actually like freaked out
1: uh yeah i'd read stories that when they were trying to dry it off the guy would have to climb inside to try to dry the the skin of the dinosaur and sometimes while in there it would start moving uh because it was mouth. oh god name. that's
0: fucking horrifying
1: <laughs> so so basically he was told you know be careful because it could kill you and the only thing he knew when it started moving was to curl into the field position to make himself as small as possible to not get crushed by a mechanical t-rex and i believe it was <laughs> sometimes you him-
0: got a question why you're doing this job, then.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) That's
2: that's, going to be one of those situations where, like, you're standing in front of a mechanical dinosaur, you know it's fake, but there's that part in your head that's, like, it's going to eat me. It's like, I worked in a haunted house, and even though everything I knew in the haunted house was fake, it was still more comforting for me to turn the lights off in there, because I wouldn't have to look at any of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But, I mean, as we're talking about these dinosaurs, uh, Stan Winston is the the guy who did most of the animatronics for this movie and pretty much every almost every scene you see in the movie is animatronics uh instead of CGI so it did cost more and take more time but i really think 25 years later we're looking at this and i can appreciate the extra time and effort that was put into it it is definitely made for this film to hold up it holds up better than oh the the film holds up great uh, even it's it's better than the Lost World from a, a CGI standpoint, uh, or from just a, a standpoint in general of the way they did the dinosaurs. I to think, be
2: fair, though, with with Lost World, it was a much more like dinosaur heavy movie, so it was probably harder. To, it was more demanding. Whereas Jurassic Park, you really only had like maybe like five or six dinosaurs,
1: and they weren't so, on the screen all that time. But it made nah. their appearance on screen so much more important.
2: Yeah, and way, and way more powerful.
1: Yes, and I think I think that's something that this movie did really well. Um, Land Jaws is the best way I can and I can describe the way I feel about it. A lot of times,
4: <laughs> Land Jaws, yes.
1: Uh, so the, you know, the like I said, a lot of work went into all these these different <laughs> animatronics. The the way they did things, and it it paid. But there was another thing, and I guess this might be just 1990s filmmaking in general. There's a lot of moments in this movie that happen that make you go, wait a second. And uh, Matt, why don't you, because you told me these the other day, and I think about them almost every time I watch the movie, but what were were the things that you specifically saw that make you go, wait a second, when you're watching this film?
3: Wait a second, as in... Just, like, the overall quality of the film?
1: No, Matt. Wait a second. As in, how did that slide? Ah, how did that slide? <laughs> <laughs> For reference at home, everyone, oh, Matt has an outline he can look at. And if she... he's paying attention, he should uh... know where I was <laughs> leading to. So,
3: Matt. All right, I, all right, I see, I see. Okay. So, okay. Um, there's a few big just glaring things like how did they get away with this like and the first scene that comes to my mind is when they go to the velociraptor paddock and they have this big fuck off cow and a harness and they're lowering it into a pit with ravenous dinosaurs and the sounds are just so good and then when that thing comes up that shredded canvas is bone dry no blood (laughs) <laughs> like so, how hey, did
2: that? Well, t- to be fair, it's in the script, so it's the perfect movie. I mean, oh my god! <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Raptors <No. laughs> are
1: very delicate eaters. Yep they they removed the bull from it and then ate him, but were yep. displeased by the serving palate and a hissy fit, <laughs> like most toddlers do when you give them a blue cup instead of their purple cup.
2: I mean, the the cow probably walked from the harness and then the attack came not from the front but from the sides. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes that's you know what that explains the cow blood scene maybe that's not a what the what what the I hell's mean. going on here moment <sighs> rookies <laughs> <laughs> go ahead with your next one Matt. because i I know you had three of them specifically yeah. that came, came to mind
3: so and then like the other one is of course and this is the one i think everyone thinks about is the t-rex paddock like how the hell was that thing laid out because i know the answer one moment you have a goat. And it's sitting there. T Rex eats the goat, rips open the fence, steps out, makes you he know he's flipping car well, she is flipping cars, it's She Rex and Rexy is a, her name. It's a She Rex. Rexy. Rexy. You know, she's flipping cars and throws one off of the fence that she just cut open and it plummets thirty some odd feet to the ground that did not exist ten minutes prior.
1: Okay, Mr. Debunker, let's hear it Walter.
3: <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um they actually explain
2: that hill in in the uh, Dinosaur Protection Group's website, which was a Easter egg website basically for Jurassic World. And basically all it is is it's a gi- it's a giant hill that T-Rex would have to come up, have, have to walk up to eat the eat the goat at top, eat the goat at the top. So, the T-Rex walks up the giant hill, eats the goat, busts through the fence, wreaks all sorts of chaos, pushes the truck a little bit further down from from the hole he came out of, pushes the truck out of a separate hole, and there it is. You know, it, it, The truck lands in the tree, and we move on with the movie. But in the dinosaur yeah. protection, if, if we're going off that, which I guess technically counts as canon, that's the description for that particular
1: paddock.
3: Is, That's okay. retconned as fuck. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna call bullshit. If you had to explain it 25 <laughs> years later on a yes, website yeah. for a different movie, that is not that is not an acceptable answer. That is no, wrong. No, it's
2: it's, a, it's it's an explanation <laughs> on a website created by the company. In, in quotations, the company explaining why like things looked the way they did.
1: I, I'm pretty sure that we'll go with it.
2: It's qualified as actual <laughs> movie canon, but well, no, yeah. I totally agree where like, you're watching I mean, the movie and you're just like, if you didn't know that sort of thing, you you're just watching the movie the and you're still like, yeah. yeah, you're like, where the hell did the cliff come from? Totally understandable. Right. right. But I just gave you the actual
1: backstory. For okay. That. And the last thing, let's talk about the stealthiest animal of the movie. Take yes. it away, Matt.
3: The Ninja Rex. Okay, so... Several times throughout the film, Rexy has been very loud, causing ripples and water and letting the whole fucking plant know, hey, I'm going to come and eat you. And then here we are at the end of the movie, and our heroes are about to be eaten by raptors. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom, there she is. Not talking about how she stealthily got inside of the building, which there is that big opening in the wall, I'll let you have that. But how the fuck does she get in that building and attack Raptors without anyone paying attention to it whatsoever?
1: Walter, your rebuttal.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: Walter's the official, you know, debunker, right? Go I ahead. mean I I
2: don't have an answer for that one because I totally agree. It's the same as <laughs> like the Spinosaurus for Dress Park 3. Where no, no 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 no! I'm gonna stop no, you no, right no, there. No, no I know. <laughs> no, okay just, okay. Where Ooh. does it come from? And <laughs> okay. why did how did it get there so quickly so quietly? Okay. I mean, cool. it, you could. I mean, it, from a from a scientific like point of view, not scientific, but like a a terror point of view. Like, if you were in that sort of situation and you're staring a raptor in the eyes and he's looking at you and you know what's about to happen, you probably wouldn't be aware of any sounds. But as a movie, any sounds like coming towards you. But as a moviegoer, you're just like, okay, so the T Rex is a ninja. I mean, yes, I because mean, as as, as heavy as, as T Rex,
1: yeah, as heavy as this T Rex has walked all movie, I'm pretty sure something in the building would be shaking when T Rexy walked through.
2: Well, to be fair, I think everything in the building was shaking. I'd be shaking if I was looking at a raptor.
3: Also, how was Hammond not shitting himself? Because he, driving that Jeep, would have seen the T-Rex go inside of that building. Like, I would have been, like, fucking panicked whenever those people came out. Oh my god, I never thought of that. I didn't either.
2: He spared no expense. He knew what he was in for.
1: He don't give a fuck. He don't give
2: a fuck. No, I never thought of it. That's a good point, man. That is a good point. I mean, but, but, but granted, the Jeep takes a lot shorter of a time to... Cross over a certain distance than the T Rex does. So the T Rex is already in the building, then the Jeep pulls up. You see the Jeep pull up right as they're booking it out of the door, which is good movie timing. Yeah, I guess you're scene? right. I mean, they were probably. And we've already
1: established thing. that the Jeep is faster than the T Rex in an earlier scene as well.
2: Yeah, just barely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Another just thing about fast, this movie. Man. Another thing about this movie that's kind of unique is when you look at the actress cast for this movie, Laura Dern in this movie, while not that she's an unattractive woman... Oh, no. She she's not hot. She <laughs> did. She did. But it's one of those things where it's this, like, unique 90s hot. It's very 90s hot. It's not everyday hot. It's, it's the <laughs> oh, mom
2: khakis. No, it's definitely not. It's, it's southern you know, Southern climate hot also. So she's dressed in those khakis and that pink button down shirt. But God, I don't know something about that hotness still holds up. It's, it does. But if you watch
1: any yeah, of her yeah. other movies, except maybe the last Jedi, like it just doesn't like, she's not there for sex appeal. No, not at all. But in, in Jurassic park, other, uh, she is a sex appeal except for, uh, except for the next part here that we have written down. Um, the meme culture that has spawned from Goldblum's sex appeal and famous pose in this film. And, Walter, I'm going to let you talk about this one because I know you have some feelings about it.
2: I do? <laughs> I, you do. You've told me a lot of
1: stories about you and, and and your girlfriend and jokes y'all have made about this and cards y'all have gotten back and
2: forth. Oh, yeah. No, it's just like the, the, the Jeff Goldblum thing in general. It's like Jeff Goldblum doesn't play... A character in any movie anymore he's just jeff goldblum as jeff goldblum and it works the the sexiness thing that came out of the jurassic park deal like with his shirt open and all that that was actually unplanned he just was like oh, i'm just gonna sit up for the scene and spielberg's like yeah sure go for it and so he set up but he set up like burt reynolds in 1984 and you know shirt wide open and it, it it worked for some reason, but again, it did spawn an entire meme culture, kind of recently, I guess. But I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, got I feel like, like it's like resurgenced.
3: <laughs> yeah. By the way, ten out of ten gold blooms. Oh yeah, ten out of ten gold blooms definitely. So, um, before you move on from the cast, then there's something that's not on the outline that I you would don't like have to, to say up. that. You can just start talking about it. Alright. Um,
1: <laughs> it's like when we played D&D so, together and we're halfway through a fight, and he goes, I want to be this guy's friend.
3: God, this guy <laughs> is so sass today. Why, who pissed in your Cheerios this morning, man? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Gainesville? The Gainesville pissed in your Cheerios? It Star always does. Wars. That it's, too. Yeah, Gainesville sucks. Back to the cast, um, I just want to mention Samuel Jackson. Oh. The man. <laughs> is ageless. He looks older in a 1993 movie than he does in some of the Marvel movies. Not only that, (laughs) you just give him an age to play, and he becomes it like, we want you to be 20. Done. We want you to be 107. Black Snake Moan. Got it. Alright, what's next? Like, ageless.
2: I mean, when you hit max level, you hit max level and you can't level up any higher, and that's just what he's done.
1: I mean, you're not wrong. Not
2: him. Sean Connery and somebody else. Yeah, Paul Rudd and Keanu Reeves. Oh, All he's of vampire. don't age
0: anymore. Yeah, yeah, definitely a vampire.
2: So? You saying a black guy <laughs> can't be a vampire? What's wrong with you? Oh no, he could totally uh,
0: be a vampire too.
2: He okay, there we could
1: go. Be, or he could be <laughs> a Jedi Master.
2: But, yeah. Let's not let's not let's go let's not go down that hallway again.
3: <laughs> no. It is, pretty, yeah, yeah, but it is a try, pretty
2: trying to go down there
0: every single time.
3: It's it's the a pretty cast, pretty deep hallway to go. The down. cast as a whole for this movie is just great because like none of them were like super big famous actors other than like maybe Richard Attenborough. And they just made the movie work so well.
1: It really did. It I wonder really. how Jerry Seinfeld feels about this movie, since basically Newman ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> Newman did ruin everything. He did.
2: Yeah, I don't even yeah, watch I don't even watch else. Seinfeld and I got that reference, it's solid. <laughs>
1: I, I,
3: I didn't say the magic word.
1: Oh God, yeah. There's, uh, in a, uh, the guy that plays Gennaro is so good at making me want to hate him. In this, oh, in the show,
2: freaking seriously, and it's not even his fault. That's not what Gennaro no. was like in the. Uh, is it Gennaro who wasn't? Yeah, Gennari. Gennaro wasn't like Gennari. Gennaro wasn't like that in the book at all. No, he was. I'm glad you said that.
1: Book. So, so we'll move on to that. Since this is a movie based on a book that was based off a of screenplay, which is based on real life, which is based on real life, <laughs> uh, there were several characters that were presented in the film far differently than the book. And we'll start with Gennaro. And uh, I know Matt, you were doing a little research on this one before we before we walked into this one. Um, what was it about Gennaro that you
3: basically phrased it? He was not a bitch in the books. I mean I won't lie, it's been so long since I've read the book and I've seen the film so many times that I actually had to go and, you know, consult Doctor Google to remind me about some of the key differences between the movie and the book. But yeah, Gennaro, he was he wasn't a bitch. Like he was like a take charge kind of guy instead of this like cowering little bitch that died on the shutter. No, they they it's cause they in the movie, they mixed
2: him with two characters in the book. They mixed him between Gennaro and Ed Regis, even though he's more Ed Regis in the movie, who was... I forgot about Ed. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I remember all this stuff is because I'm actually reading the book again to my girlfriend because we read books to each other. and That's adorable. I'm the freaking worst. Like Jurassic Park is hard to read. It's It, it drags on for a long time. And there's a lot Mm -hmm. of big words.
3: Have you read any of (laughs) other um, Crichton's work? Because
2: all of his books are like that. Dude, I read H.P. Lovecraft. All the books are like, he spends like 10 paragraphs describing the color of grass. And it's easier to read H.P. Lovecraft than it was to read Jurassic Park. You're not wrong. No, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, Ed Regis is pretty much just Gennaro's character in... like Gennaro is Ed Regis' character in the movie. And right. they pretty much got rid of book Gennaro altogether.
1: I think the, the 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 how to, how to phrase this, the biggest difference between a book and film character has to come with John Hammond. And Andy, feel free to talk. You're being real quiet over there. Um, oh,
0: you guys are all in the books, so I'm just letting you go here. Have okay. you not read the books? No, I haven't, so I want to
1: listen. Boy, you need to
2: educate yourself. <laughs>
1: Ed- educate yourself.
2: Seriously, um, you me it's that's worth like it. that's historic reading. You have Moby Dick, you have Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, you have Jurassic Park. That's the order of things. You need to read it,
1: and don't forget Harry Potter.
2: And yeah, Harry Potter too.
1: Um, so movie Hammond is like this kind grandfatherly figure who is doing this for the wonderment of people of all ages, and uh, not so much in the book. No, he's no, more... in the.
3: <laughs> <how you laughs> become men. No, you go for it. You go for it. I was hoping somebody would pick up, so it didn't... See, yeah, no, like, in the, in the movie, like, Richard Attenborough did a fantastic job just doing that whole, like, cheerful, jovial granddad, and in the book, you know, as the park is failing, people are dying, he's over here like, how do I monetize this shit? I'm gonna build another park with better security, and I'm gonna make money off of this. Like, he is not... A nice guy. And he's, he's a, the ultimate douchebag in the book. But I definitely see the book Hammond being a business owner versus movie Hammond. Movie Hammond, I'm like, it's like, you couldn't even run a candy store. You'd give all that away to the kids to get smiling faces. <laughs> Again, the book however he's like He'd
1: be the Money. candy shop owner. He'd be the candy shop owner from Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> But like you just said though, him trying to monetize everything. Let's take a moment to talk about Hammond. He is the epitome of what we've called here multiple times: cheesecake factory money. But like he amplifies He's this. Fuck you, money. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, money. 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 Fuck you, money. If like you don't when, know. Go ahead, explain. Fuck you, money, Andy. I
0: was just saying, <laughs> when a twenty million dollar lawsuit is uh is facing you, and you you just like I'm not even gonna meet the lawyer. That that's fuck you money, or like, It just doesn't fucking matter.
3: Whenever he's trying to get Grant to come see this park, and he's and Grant's like, "Well, I just got oh. this new dinosaur skeleton, right, and, right, and I've got all this shit going on." And him is like, "I'll fund that, l- dig. like figure, figuratively, yeah. like just holding out wads of cash of like hundreds, is like just say when, just tell me when to stop. You're coming yeah. to yeah. my <laughs> park. That I, can, right? that's I like nice. in the he movie when he's like, I like in the movie when he's like, I'll fund your dig." And they're still like,
0: eh, for three years. Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, okay. Oh, I'd love for you to come out in the park. Oh, it's not a good time. I would no, love really to continue fully funding your dig. Eh, for another three years. Where's the plane? That Side, line right like, there. You just Where's saw
0: the, the change. It was just like, okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Got my backpack ready. Let's fucking also, do this.
1: Also, right before that scene, when Grant basically terrorizes the kid, Oh, yes! Oh I love that! <laughs> it's so good! Kit tries to disrespect Velociraptors, and yeah, Alan Grant is do. like, not on my watch. It's it's not like on my watch.
0: We're still alive when it starts to eat you.
2: Did I ever freaking Ugh. tell you guys about the time there was an, a freaking emu in my backyard? <laughs> no, oh my but God. I think that's it go related. On. It, it relates to this. It, <laughs> it does! does. Yeah. I was, <laughs> go on? I, I was washing my dishes, right? Because I didn't have a dishwasher at the previous house, because I was uh, yeah, you I, did.
1: You were the dishwasher. Yeah,
2: yeah. there. Yeah. washing the dish, and, and that, I didn't get paid for it. I was poor, so I didn't have a dishwasher at the previous house. So I'm, I'm washing the dishes, and there's a window right above the sink, and I look up, and it's like the freaking kitchen scene from Jurassic Park. There's an emu looking in the window, like <gasps> holy like shit, beak against the <laughs> oh, window. Holy shit, that's amazing. I had. Did you scream? Oh, uh, I freaking. It was like one of those things where I couldn't jump over the counter fast enough because <laughs> I'm like, you know, weak. And I, it just – I could have sworn it was a raptor. Like it was just looking right into my soul. And I, I just – I couldn't get out of that room fast enough. And then it occurred to me what it was. And I knew it was – well, I'm inside the house. It's not going to bother me. But I call, I call animal control. I'm like, yeah, there's a – emu in the backyard and there's this like silence on the other line and they go (laughs) what yeah they go wait what and and that was that was it then like by the time i got there the emu was gone but that was like one of the most terrifying experiences with wildlife in my life (laughs) just looking up and there's a velociraptor looking in the window basically
0: uh sorry i mean so you can relate to the fear Oh yeah, on the faces of all the cast. I mean, the, anytime they have to see the you know I, velociraptors coming at them.
2: I should have been expecting the attack to come from the sides, but it never did. <laughs> uh, I mean, you should have. let's just say it: birds are bastards. Yeah, I'll give you that. Birds. No, I don't. I love. I freaking love birds. Some of the best <laughs> pets I've ever had are birds. It's just when they when they're as tall as you, it's a bit unnerving.
1: Yeah, when they could so keep like it. in a, the there's chest. A, there's a height
0: limit. Like, like, birds are okay up until this high. If it can that. sit on your shoulder, it's a good bird. Yeah, yeah.
1: If you can
2: Winter. put it on a platter for Thanksgiving, it's a good bird. Exactly. If it looks into your soul through your kitchen window, <laughs> <laughs> bad it's a bird. bad bird. <laughs> yep.
1: Once yeah, the bird this. could kick your soul out of your chest, it's a bad bird.
2: Yeah, I mean, and those fully qualify.
0: <laughs> Once a bird can claymore you into the next dimension, bad bird.
2: Yeah. Correct. Just... <laughs> yeah. Curve Correct. Stomp
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> I hope people that listen to this podcast listen to other podcasts so they understand All our the life. All the references. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Another character, and this is, I think, Matt, your favorite character of all time. Uh,
3: I'll let you talk about him. I don't want to. I don't wanna take. I him mean, under it's here. the one, the only Robert Muldoon. He's like, your favorite character too. Yes, he's such a. Especially in the books, like in the books, he he has the proper arsenal to deal with dinosaurs. In the books, it's like, hey, you're gonna be a game warden in a dinosaur park, and he's like, fucking eat RPGs. <laughs>
0: So Dang. he knew what the fuck to order when he got this job. Okay, I'm so gl- I'm so <laughs> glad he.
3: I'm not
1: the only one who's like he's my favorite character. So it, it, it's really disappointing in the movie how, of course, he gets to roll around with the badass Spaz Twelve with his folding stock.
3: Oh, God, speaking of Spaz 12s, remember the days when we used to play, like, Rainbow Six Vegas, and we would farm the uh, the college campus? Yeah. And I had the uh, fucking Spaz 12 and the hat and I everything. want you to stop
1: for a second. I want you to realize how bad that comment just sounded.
3: I was
0: literally just thinking that. I was like, ooh, for anybody who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, this sounds horrible.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. R- Rainbow this Six is, the video- is a video game. Yeah, Rainbow Six, Six Vegas. Video game. Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow Six Vegas is a video game. There was a map called LVU Campus where you would do a game mode called Terrorist Hunt where you had to kill terrorists that were attacking. We called it Farming because we got to the point where we knew where every one of them spawned.
3: There we go.
2: There's nothing redeeming about anything (laughs) involving farming terrorists on a school (laughs) campus.
3: Yeah, we were we, we were cleaning we that to move school campus. So. <laughs> I mean, we were, and like I said, my character looked like Muldoon. I had the hat, the Spaz Twelve, and everything, was... even the khaki shorts. Even the khaki shorts. I I spared no expense in that Transmog. Yeah, hell yeah. And...
0: The khaki shorts. <laughs>
3: like and, uh... that, and
2: that's what sells me on his character in the movie. I'm like that freaking hat and those short shorts and the high socks. I'm like, dude, he's the ultimate badass. If he's wearing that, yeah, and he's like, just confident he, he about just himself. Doesn't
0: give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a confident man,
2: and like, it's to let
0: anybody take him down.
2: Part of me feels like if I wore that same hat, which is an Australian slouch hat, by the way. Part of me feels like if I wore that hat, I'd be that confident. But I also know that I would look like a complete asshole wearing an Australian slouch hat without an Australian accent.
1: I think I think the biggest issue is it's not the hat that makes the man; it's the short shorts and the thighs. I do have good thighs. That that's what makes a hat. If you can pull off the short shorts, you, you can might pull be able off to do it. Yep.
2: Yeah, if you can pull off the short shorts, you can pull off the. All right, be right back, boys. Getting on Amazon.
1: Yeah, there you go. Getting that hat. <laughs> Getting I
0: mean, that. that outfit will just be the banner for this episode, then. Yeah, <laughs> use, just a picture of
1: of Muldoon will be will be the banner for this one. Like, um, I mean, he's such a great really character, yeah. though. Um, so, I'm glad you mentioned the fact that he literally does carry an RPG around in the book. The Also, in the book, there's a scene where they're trying to escape through the river, and the T-Rex starts coming in the water like a fucking alligator. And all I can think of is, that is horrifying. That is something I would never want to see in my life, is a T-Rex just casually moving through the water. Like, well, t- yep. That's-
2: That's the way they acted in the book, too. They're like, it's on land, it's not going to bother us. And then it gets in, and then it's
1: freaking horrifying from then on. Yeah, like, this is why we need RPGs. And uh, I think the last big difference from the film and the book characters we saw were with actually the grandchildren of Lex and Tim. They literally just flip-flopped the roles for the screen, whereas uh, Lex was the younger And Tim was the older in the book, and Tim was the computer nerd in the book, whereas they made Lex the computer nerd in the movie. She prefers to be
2: called a hacker.
1: That's what I said. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Nice. Dude, freaking book Lex infuriates me
1: to no end. Because book Lex is movie Tim, and you just want to punch him in the face?
2: no just oh god they're like they're like lex shut up and she's like i don't wanna and i'm like you know what you can get eaten that's yeah <laughs> who, who is the right so, T- to be fair should... this is all hammond's you... fault who brings it... children to a dinosaur park before it's even been tested
3: i mean it's okay because yeah. tim and lex in the book kind of sort of killed her grandfather because they were playing with this loudspeaker that made the T-Rex sound that scared Hammond, and then he rolled down the hill and was eaten by Compies. Oh, spoilers!
0: Fuck, yeah. fucking book spoiler to the max.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, shit. The what if I book didn't read is a hell of a lot older than the movie. So oh, it's happened. it's three years older three than, years
1: than the movie. Older? Oh fuck! Hell, hella older. Three years is not hella. Hella. Did he say hella? Yeah, he said I hella. Matt said hella. Boy. I miss that part. Hell, yeah, I said hell hella. A lot. So we're gonna we're gonna just continue to berate him for saying hella. <laughs> I oh, didn't right. say hella, but fine. Also, Do I love <laughs> how how in the movie how low key um that Malcolm's like, So are you and Dr. Saddler a thing? And then like Grant's like, Yeah we are He's like, Oh, oh well, whatever. Always on the lookout for the future Miss X Malcolm.
0: Oh, I love that in the movie because it was just like it was just thrown in there, and I feel like I missed it probably the first a lot of the times I watched it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did too, but it just that I. <laughs> but can <laughs> you blame him? No, because like we've you're discussed in earlier, a car
2: with '90s Laura Dern.
1: Well, he yeah, was not I'm on the lookout for Miss Malcolm too. Yeah, I mean you're right. You're, you're right. Um. I loved the photos going around. I know it was a joke, but some people absolutely took it serious, of the triceratops on the ground, saying that you know, <laughs> you know, poor man hunted this animal down with like a picture of Spielberg beside the the triceratops prop. I'm just like anybody on the internet that believed that was a real picture. I really hope you
3: didn't graduate high school.
2: <laughs> I hope they don't breed. That's who. Right. Yeah, that's my yeah. main
0: concern.
3: <laughs> I prefer the Photoshop version where it's a gigantic Jeff Goldblum with his shirt exposed with Dr. Grant's, like, leaning on oh, lean, the Oh, leaning on him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, that needs to be the header for this episode.
1: <laughs> mm, oh. Yes. Oh. I'll but, allow it. <laughs> so, there's a lot of things that go on in this movie uh, that we're, we're going to talk about now a little bit more. Uh, like... Funny things that have come out after the fact. So, the first one, and this this is the only one I have written down, but as we go, I'm pretty sure we'll come up with a few more. But, uh, the theory that Hammond is a necromancer?
3: That is your favorite theory. Um, but it's not wrong. He raised dead beings from extinction because he fucking could.
1: Yeah, there's uh every time you see every time you see him, he has his super awesome staff, his super awesome cane. Um, and he's always smiling in the beginning of the movie at least. So I think one
3: of the craziest theories I've heard about Jurassic Park is that everyone in the park they're actually clones and a gigantic running of the chaos theory that Malcolm wrote to describe how the park would function. It is the most like asinine, insane theory.
0: Whoa, but... I haven't heard that one. Whoa, when you started talking yeah. about clones, I was like, "Wait, so is it technically a prequel to The Island, which is a really bad 2005 movie that you've made. you're making?" <laughs> that <scene. laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, The Island." You're making McGregor, my head hurt. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah. Scarlett
2: Johansson, what? I'm back in the conversation. Yeah, she was in that movie. It still can't watching. be as
1: bad as Lost. Fuck
0: you. I still haven't <laughs> finished it. Don't ruin it for <laughs> me. Don't, yeah, okay, don't, don't, Walter. You enjoy it,
1: okay? And don't we'll Don't about listen about it, to okay? the past two yes, episodes of the podcast it. then. Yeah. yeah no.
0: <laughs> but one of the things, and this isn't like a theory or anything, but I wanted to mention it earlier, and, and I didn't get to, but the, the hacker... When in the movie, when she gets <laughs> on the computer, it's it's kind of the scene that always makes me chuckle, um, because it's it's just so bad. Because their whole she does the whole yes, it's a Unix system, I know this, and then it's this weird, bad '80s looking graphical overlay of like the park, and that's how she gets to the file and is able to restart the system. And I just thought. That that very '90s portrayal of uh, w- what using a computer is like is, is
2: always that's my not what bothers thing. me about that scene. What bothers well, what me bothers about that you scene about that? is Alan is holding the door shut. Ellie's kind of holding the door shut. She's not doing shit from that angle. Oh, but and the little it, kid's not it's doing just crap. Just behind Lex, like holding his head. I'm like, but fucking
0: yeah, man, grab yeah. The shotgun. Okay, I just <laughs> watched the movie and I was just annoyed by that. I was like, you useless piece of shit. <laughs> And, and, and when you when, is straight when you, up useless. When Do something! Play,
2: when you play the LEGO, Lego Jurassic Park version of it, he does the exact same thing. And I oh, get mad at his little hilarious. Lego character too. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, just grab the shotgun, blow the Raptor away. What's the worst that could happen?
3: Recoil. I mean, his size, that Spaz 12, will send him through the computer and then likes would not be able to reboot. That's true. Time. No, I mean, not Tim, Um, like, hand the gun to
2: Alan. Uh, They they had to let the freaking raptor in anyway. (laughs) And then boom, boom, it's down on the floor, bleeding out. You know, then that's another raptor down, apart from the one that's locked in the refrigerator. Yeah,
3: you know. Thinking That's of computers, and this is just something that I thought about today. It's insane that like my fucking iPhone I have in my hand has more computing power than like all of Nedry's command center setup. Your, it and
0: has more. It of, has more computing power than like the space shuttle. I was yeah, like, yeah and, it's more, more computing power than like what took man to the moon. But yeah, no, it's true. And you <laughs> use it for? to look at videos yeah. of cats.
2: Yeah, and look at hot chicks yeah. on
3: Instagram. That's what we do with it. That is exactly what we do. With this. <laughs> That's it's not wrong. I mean, all of our advancements is just a. I'm not going to finish that thought. Never It's really.
0: just to look at porn on different
3: I platforms. Mean, porn you moves forward it.
0: technology like we've. This is this is a true thing.
2: When so, it comes down to it, we're a disappointment to Elon Musk. So it's funny that you
1: mentioned porn and Elon how I'm going uh, to phrase this. Musk. How many different formats has Jurassic Park released on? All of them. We've had, of course, you know, theater. Right. Then we had 3D. VHS. We had IMAX. VHS. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did it come out? Was Betamax dead by the time Jurassic
3: Park came Betamax out? Was Betamax was was long okay. dead. But,
0: but it laser came out, laser out on Laserdisc because I on, just watched it on Laserdisc. <laughs> you have a Laserdisc laser Son, I have a Laserdisc player and an entire collection of Laserdisc. You can come over and watch them with me. I'm on my way. <laughs> Dude, we had one of those when I was growing up, and I
2: could, for the life of me, I could never figure out how to make it work. I fucking love lasers. Which <laughs> it's probably as easy as like push, pa- you know, push power. No, push it's, play. yeah, it's
0: it's easier than a VCR. Like you don't even have to rewind anything. It's just but just it go. New,
2: it was new technology. You have a fucking 12-inch CD that you're like, please don't do anything to this.
1: Yes, new and technology that came in out in 1978,
2: <laughs> and then I push all the buttons to try to make it work. And I think I got to the the menu on one movie once. It's
1: true. We had DVD. D-D-D-D. Did it? It came out on DVD. Yeah. yeah. Did it come out on HD DVD?
0: Ooh, it probably did.
1: Probably has. I think. I think the newer like Blu-rays and all that. Well, no, no, no. HD DVD was that failed Microsoft experiment that was going yeah. up against Blu-ray. And Blu ray won because the porn industry supported Blu ray. That's where my tie-in um, right. yeah, was my tie in there. It did come out on Blu ray because I own came... that. Yeah, it
0: definitely is on Blu ray. But I was just wondering if it came out on HD DVD because that was an interesting question. But yeah. And I'm I know Google it's on 4K it, now. Not finding it.
1: I'm not seeing anything. Yeah. So, did not come out on HD DVD. Going back I wonder to if this... it, I wonder if it came out on a PvP player. If anyone uh, remembers that old ass skit from all that. Yeah, where they have the gas powered wood vinyl oh, yes. player. Oh <laughs> yeah. I must have missed it, that one.
0: It probably
2: it has several formats. It's probably on PSP.
1: Oh um, yeah, I you're bet it did come right. to UMD. UMD.
2: UMD. Yeah. UMD, yeah. Cuz I have Resident Evil for that somewhere. I actually, when I went down to Daytona for that track day thing last week, when I was riding in the back of the minivan, all I was doing was playing PSP. <laughs> wow, still a oh, solid system. I mean, I was playing Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core,
0: yeah, Which PSP is... is solid.
2: So you know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the the, the heart of good games for that thing. You,
1: yeah, the only good game. Ever. There's a <laughs> couple awesome. of good games. Yeah, so it it that it didn't come to HD DVD, but it did come no. to it made its VHS and Laserdisc debut on October fourth of nineteen ninety seven. Uh, it came to the d. There was the DVD in widescreen and full screen.
3: Uh, uh... God, remember the early days of DVDs before they knew they could program commercials to play before you get to the menu. Oh god! Oh um, yeah! Those were the days.
0: That was that was always fun.
3: Why is it when I
2: Google HD DVD disc, I and, and like on the main Google page I see two like. Sets of blank discs. Then he immediately goes into like Jedi Junkies, which is a DVD, and then the one next to it is called Amazon Jail, which is a porn.
1: No (laughs) clue. No clue. Maybe don't don't search that. And okay, so it did also come out in 4K UHD Blu-ray. So it has been re-released on four different types of media, and of course, is currently at the moment at, at time of recording, as we like to say, available on Netflix.
0: But that is at time of recording. It could just vanished. It? No, it's
3: not did on they, Netflix did anymore. They, I oh it's it not? It. They, they took it off. When? Yes, oh. No. They they I was it in November. gonna watch it today on Netflix and it wasn't there, so then I just had to watch my uh, my actual physical copy. Oh no, um, first world problems. I know, right?
0: Like a fucking plebe. <laughs> oh
3: my god. I dusted off
0: that shiny laser disc and put it in and, and what I will what I will say is there's nothing like the suspense of uh, Hammond saying, shut it down, and then the disc stops because you got to go on to the second disc.
1: Wait, so what? You, oh my god. So you got to
0: get up, open oh, the laser it's... disc tray, put the next laser disc in, close the tray, press but, play. But that's when it cuts off? It cuts off when Hammond says, shut it down. Boom. And that I was like, like, oh, badass. fuck. Oop, yeah. what what plan plan Who planned oh, that? Who planned that? Whoever planned that's a fucking genius. Because I about fell off the damn couch. <laughs> I was like, "Oh fuck!" I, I want to what? watch
1: this on laserdisc now, just yeah, for this fucking, moment.
0: Yeah, come over. You gotta come over and do it.
1: Um, and we'll I, do I, that. I can't operate a motor
0: vehicle at the moment.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I, I have to be up early tomorrow to go to Red Atlanta. I don't. We gotta plan a weekend for this. Not I also this have month, all I have every the weekend this all the Star
0: Wars like original. Uh, trilogy, dude. Uh, I unaltered on that laserdisc too.
2: Unaltered. Yes. I have them. Mon- I have unaltered mon- on DVD. It's no big deal. Yeah, you but. know what?
0: It's better on laserdisc though.
1: All right, hipster. I only listen to vinyl. Okay. I was about to say, it says the person.
0: I also have vinyls though.
2: I do have a couple of records. I do have vinyls. It's okay. I don't have well, a. My man vinyl mama.
0: collecting eventually led to laserdisc collecting.
3: But well, that's so much more badass.
0: It, it, it is. The first Laserdisc I got was Die Hard.
3: I mean, it's the best Christmas movie ever. Exactly. Ever. Ever. Exactly.
0: But yeah, I was meaning to bring up the fact that the Laserdisc... <laughs> B-side of the first disc cuts off at the most amazing part. <laughs> You're just like, oh shit! Oh, well, Laserdisc players are cheap. Yeah, yeah. you can, you can find you a deal, son.
1: Also... What kind of a music park gets shut down by a hurricane?
0: Disney
3: World. How many times has Disney uh, World closed for hurricanes? though? Hey, Disney World is not Waffle House. I'm sure <laughs> they have standards. Yeah, Waffle Houses <laughs> stay open through anything.
1: Yeah. If, if you live in an area where a Waffle House closes, no, some serious shit has either happened or is about to happen, and you don't need to be there anymore.
3: That's yeah, Sure, FEMA go. actually has the Waffle House Index to determine how severe a natural disaster is. So, as when the, funny as that
1: sounds, ladies and gentlemen, it is that just, is real. It's that is real. factual information on the so, FEMA website. Another
0: another fact here, by the way, is that since opening in 1971, the park has only closed three times since, and all of that was just in anticipation of hurricanes.
1: So it's closed three times for hurricanes and Jurassic yeah. Park couldn't even be open through its first hurricane,
3: or through its hurricane. It so
0: what Jurassic Park needs to do, it's a classic case of needing to get
3: good. Exactly. That would need to relocate to Orlando.
0: <laughs>
3: that that could work too.
2: That, yeah, what, that what, work. what would happen if a freaking raptor got out and, you know, escaped onto the mainland? Oh my God. What's the worst that could happen?
1: Oh you shit, just... it sounds like we have a whole other set of movies that elaborate on that concept. <laughs> oh no do we <laughs> I don't think I, don't, I, don't... I know originally we said we were only going to talk about Jurassic Park 1 but,
0: but I think
1: fuck it let's
3: go we're about ladies to go. and gentlemen wait okay. before, before we do wait. I have one final thing to say about the original movie it's perfect John in every Williams way John Williams and that fucking amazing score for that oh film.
0: yeah oh yes how have we he, not talked about the score
3: i don't know but i wanted to bring that up before we went down the rabbit hole because the moment was fading
0: Dumb, yeah no
3: freaking yeah, was, john yeah, williams could job. fart on a tuba and he'd win a fucking and he would deserve it you yeah, ain't, wrong. You, you you ain't hear, wrong you
2: ain't you hear and it would be freaking gold
1: i mean just isn't that what he did in the et soundtrack Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Is
2: that are first right. encounters of the
1: third kind one of the two
0: oh, no. <laughs> if you guys if you
2: guys go to universal studios and you ride the et ride just know oh, it yes. needs to be updated
0: so yes, bad they need to update the voice because when it says your name did you have it say your name every time Goodbye, oh Walter. I think Lorne and <laughs> so i so bad.
2: Lorne was gonna give him a fake name last time if she forgot to. Oh man. Which I yeah. mean it doesn't freaking matter. No one knows who
0: Rhonda is on the ride. I mean Right, right. But I wonder how many times they have to like stop people from trying to give like just, you know, dick butt. Like, <laughs> like they'd be like, no, your name is not Dick Butt. <laughs> like,
2: My name is Seymour. <laughs> But <laughs> Mike like, you Hunt.
0: you show me your ID. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> which they're actually there they are updating the Jurassic Park ride in Florida now. Oh shit. Jurassic World. Yeah. I, I don't think they're getting rid of any of the Jurassic Park stuff though, like the jeep and right. stuff, which is my personal favorite.
0: Oh yeah. They're just, so
2: they're just updating it. So, I mean, I'm excited That's to see exciting. what happens because last time Lauren and I went, which was uh, – uh, I bought, bought us tickets for Christmas because it's her favorite place in the world. And uh, so, of course, first thing we had to do was go ride to Jurassic Park because it's her favorite thing to go to Harry Potter World, and that wasn't about that life. So we went and rode Jurassic Park, and I think we rode it like five times in, I don't know, like two days. And then the third day we only wrote it a few more times. We wrote it a lot. But I kept I kept mistiming the fall at the end. If you spoilers, if you haven't ridden the ride, there's a fall at the end. It's a water ride. Just ruined um,
0: it for everybody. <laughs>
2: God. The T-Rex comes out, and then you dip down and you slide down this waterfall right before, you know, the T-Rex gets you. And I kept mistiming <laughs> mistiming the uh the fall, so I would exhale to take a big deep breath to scream going down the waterfall. Mm -hmm. And two times, I misjudged that. And I was just going (sighs) all the way down the waterfall. So the picture that comes out out is probably fucking gold. It's it's like, yeah, I just Miss timed. It's Lauren's freaking favorite thing because she heard it. she heard that noise. She heard me, she heard me freaking talk whale going down the hill because I didn't in, I didn't inhale
1: in time. Hold hold up. She heard you talk whale. Yes, yeah. That's what he said.
0: He said what he said. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh God! And there it is, oh, ladies God. and gentlemen. He's you broken.
2: That laughing <laughs> hyenas back out. What's bad is when when you get Ben and I together at a party and we both. Oh no! I've seen that. it. And it starts like it starts like re- rever It just reverbs off of it, each other.
0: It, it's deafening.
2: Oh, it's so funny. But yeah, no, I, I, oh, missed, I misjudged this, this fall, and I was like, <sighs> going all the way down the hill, just out of breath. And she would look at me at the end like what is wrong with you and I had to explain <laughs> <laughs> Oh god and then <laughs> and, oh, god. and then I did it I like I I looked at her I was, like, yeah, I was like I was like next time I know what to do and so next time we went on the ride it happened again I you fucked up three
0: time. times. I fucked up like twice. Oh my, Oh god!
2: And then oh I don't. I, I think I was so defeated after like misjudging that scream twice that I just like didn't
1: scream. You just gave up. I was just. Like, I can <laughs> just imagine now, like the next couple times you're just riding, just with your arms crossed, pounding. Yeah, that's like, exactly what I saw. Was ride. arm <laughs>
0: crossed, going down. It felt
2: everybody like everybody else around him because I was so
1: disappointed in myself. <laughs> there's also, uh, there's also another thing. Um. We get introduced to who eventually becomes the main bad guy of the franchise in later years in this first movie with a certain Dr. Henry Wu who is young, youthful, and exuberant in this movie. And just doing
3: his job! Just doing his job! (laughs) I mean, it's it's the Nuremberg defense. It works for everything. I was only following orders. I mean, you're right. You're right, I guess. I I mean, except I
2: I think in... Jurassic World, he was still doing the exact same shit that he was up to in Jurassic Park, but Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, just right he, back on his bullshit. He was back on his bullshit <laughs> yeah. with less of a paycheck, I think.
1: Yeah, and well, well, it, having it, to make funny. things work. Yeah, it's funny. The line that always sticks out to me when you're looking at the two characters and the tran- transition from Jurassic Park, where we've talked about him just kind of following our orders, to Jurassic World, where he makes the line. He goes. I didn't make dinosaurs, you know, realistic. I made them what you wanted. Uh, I, I believe you said more teeth. So like <laughs> just calling out everyone like I didn't do what you wanted me to do. I did what you or I didn't do what was needed to be done. I did what you told me to do.
2: Right. And on top of that, you know there there were a there's a lot of conspiracy about like oh that's not what velociraptors look like that Dilophosaurus is too small, all that bullshit. And in the in Jurassic World, he clears it all up. He he goes if if I stuck to the genetic code, if it was pure, they would look completely different. I mean, again, he's just doing exactly what his you know superiors tell him to do. He's just doing his
3: job. On the genetic genetic engineering part of this, I mean they talked about a little bit in the first film, but you know it's really they elaborated in Jurassic World, but you know, they don't have full DNA codes, so they're having to splice in various DNA, so like in Jurassic Park, you have amphibian DNA, and some frogs can change genders based on their environment. Hence Chaos Theory, life finds a way, and you have breeding dinosaurs that were supposed to be all female. And then, you know, like in Jurassic World, Dr. Wu's talking about how, you know, you have to make them heat resistant or, you know, tropical climate resistant. Like all this other stuff. So he's talking about all these genes that he's splicing in to make these not just what's requested of them, but also um, how they can survive in an environment that did not exist 65 million years ago. That's if you believe the world 65 million years old. Um, and, and we all know this, yeah, only yeah. 4,000 years old, and it's fucking. Shut! Yeah, only 4,000 oh 4, uh, years old. Stop! stops both, both of you, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, God,
1: fuck fuck you. you. Somewhere else. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I'm going
2: to go ahead and lay this out For any of your listeners here I'm just going to go ahead and make them feel a little bad The earth is 65 million years old Or older dinosaurs did exist The earth is not 10,000 years old And dinosaurs are not a conspiracy By the government to put fluoride in our water To make us us listen to more pop music
1: Have we tried saying That dogs drink the water in Flint As well Because then white people would care Exactly I care um, and care. I'm white, people. So, Walter, that's a great story about your trip on the Jurassic Park ride there. It actually hurts
2: It hurts my ego a little bit. You know, I don't really have an ego. But I know that Robert Muldoon would be upset with me.
1: He would be. It gave it me a great ab workout.
3: Because, Jesus, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, and, you, and you know you're laughing when it's the, it's the high-pitched girl laugh. Like, yeah, with it's yeah, the, yeah, with the, the hyena. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I was th- I was going
2: to buy you I was because Ben is my Jurassic park buddy and so I, every time I go to Florida I buy him a Jurassic park something. Um I was going to see if I could find you like a replica cane. They're too expensive. I love you, but they're too expensive. What's that price? <laughs> He's point? not about to not about to drop that kind of money on you. Well, what, what, <laughs> what, 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 what you I saying? need to know what
1: that price point is cuz I yeah, am yeah. going there in September for my honeymoon. They were like they
2: were like over the hundreds of my dollars
1: okay, got go to go go there with a hundred and some odd dollars so I can come home with a cane. Because <laughs> there is no choice that you're coming back,
0: you're uh, not coming back home with a cane. Like it's just Correct, exactly,
1: exactly. Now that I know that that's a thing, that, yes. You just, you bake that into the budget. I mean, it's exactly. a thing.
0: You just exactly. are like, I'm going to get a cane, oh, so hold on. this don't, is part of the budget, don't baby. Don't quote me on
2: that price, I'm... You know, I'm, I don't exactly remember, but I see. I feel like it's over- He should over-budget over budget anyway, because
0: there'll be other things he wants there. And
2: we'll I know that notes. if I wanted to buy the rifle from Aliens, it's like $450. Jesus. Wow. But to be fair, I would totally buy the rifle from Aliens. If I had fuck you money. If I had Cheesecake Factory money.
3: <laughs> right, I man. would buy the Cheesecake Factory rifle. On Etsy, you Truth. can buy for $150 a John <laughs> Hammond game. <cane. laughs>
0: yeah, that's literally what,
3: that's what I was looking it's up. true. I bet
0: the dude... So there's a dude I see every single year at Dragon Con who cosplays John Hammond. And he looks just like him from the movie, and it's hilarious. And he walks around with a Bluetooth speaker playing the theme... Like in his pocket, and he had one of those canes, <laughs> and it's so fucking good. Cause I gasped the first time I saw him coming down the hallway. Cause I didn't. There was like a turn, so I didn't see him. I just started hearing the music pick up, cause the timing was perfect. And then, bam! He's right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah, was Okay. Fantastic. So fantastic. So
2: they're, they're like 150 bucks on Etsy. Okay. That's, which isn't terrible. Okay. I, I want the. I want the. Ooh, there's the rain jacket. For those of you, which is probably just That's Andy and Matt, I want to build a, a replica Jurassic Park Jeep. Which my friend is selling a Toyota you Land Cruiser right other now, Georgia and it's making my life redneck. difficult.
0: Do it, do it.
2: Yeah, I already have the license plates; they're above my door. Do it. But um, uh, yeah, so I want to build one of those. It's just jeeps aren't cheap. But I like. I just I just sold I just sold the Corvette, and. I'm probably going to be selling my green Mustang as well.
1: So, who um, knows? also, side note, there's a pop figure of Goldblum laying like a sexy motherfucker if you were not aware. Oh yeah, have you do you okay. do, I thought, do you not have it? I thought you owned it. No, I, I don't own that. One. Oh. um. All right, now all of us need to look for this one for Ben as yeah.
0: a gift. So also, i going to eventually end up with like 3 of them.
1: Also, at Universal Studios, this is something I think that is very appropriate that I need to find. They have a shot glass that says Dinosaur Tranquilizer and recommended doshes on it. Ben, one you shot, need that. That is the most huge shot. thing ever. <laughs> one shot is a hatchling, two shots is a lounge lizard, three shots is Lushosaurus, and four shots is extinct. They also have something very similar at Medieval Times, which I almost bought last time that me and Matt went to Medieval Times. Oh, God. Ben, you have
0: Medieval Times money. <laughs> Dude, no, no, no. Have, have <laughs> I not told you this story? No, I know you get the free tickets, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's why within the space of like a month, I see Ben going to Medieval Times multiple Twice. times.
1: It was a week actually. I went. It was a week. I went. I went one day with Matt and his uh, girlfriend Sharon and my wife, and then while we were there, when I got home, I decided to follow them on Instagram. And they run this contest, they're like, oh, like this or comment on this and enter for a chance to win for two free tickets. And I did that and I won.
0: You know, because he was the so, only one following the medieval times Instagram.
1: Well, it's funny <laughs> you say that, because when we when we got there when we if I don't know if you guys have picked up on this already. I'm pretty loud. Oh God. No. no, no wow.
4: that,
1: really? I have no idea. What? Um when we went back the second time because i was so loud the first time and of course the second time we were there the night remembered me
0: <laughs> fucking called out
1: yeah and uh the one that was our night the first time but wasn't the second time goes you guys were just here like last week and i was like <laughs> yeah i entered a contest and i won free tickets and he goes yeah, nobody enters those. So that's a great way to get here for free.
0: <laughs> Fucking, you know what? Because I don't think many people even go to medieval times twice in their life, Ben.
1: Oh, I I love that place. I went on a
0: fourth grade trip and I was like, that's enough.
1: I have never been. I just so, found oh oh, oh, I, oh, oh, no. Oh, We're going to no, have to take on, Walter. No, 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 no. Not just hold take on, Walter. Hold on. Hold, on, and, hold and, on. Go go ahead, go ahead.
2: I have important news. Okay. I found, I found John Hammond Wine Bottle Stoppers. They are the cane top. Oh, what nice. are wine bottle stoppers? <laughs> for, for those of you who don't chug an entire bottle of wine like somebody in this podcast does, Jesus. um, for those of you who like to take your time and sip it, there's a stopper and it has the cane topper on top of it, which is pretty freaking cool. That I may is, have to buy it. it. I want to buy it, even though I know Lauren would not care at all because she has her little wine stoppers and I don't drink wine. Uh, she should be
0: like, you're not putting that wine stopper on my wine bottle.
2: You know what? I'm gonna buy it anyway.
0: You fucking buy it.
1: There you go. That's the you know. spirit. I'm gonna buy it. Also, anybody listening, all of these items that we've spoken about, we will probably provide some sort of link so that you can find them. They're literally on Etsy.
2: Just type yeah. in replica Jurassic Park cane and boom, you found it. Just... No problem.
0: Unpaid Etsy promotion going
2: on. Alright, now back to not, now back to where you guys were being now, upset. now you, i have
1: never you been say, in medieval times. Oh my god. You say unpaid, but if they want to send me a free cane, I'm I'm down. They're <laughs> never gonna do it. If
2: somebody <laughs> wants to send me a free Jeep, I'll I'll, I'll 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 make it a Jurassic Park Jeep and I'll send you no, pictures of it. Maybe but, give you a ride. Oh. Tempting But
1: Walter, you need to go we sir, oh, sorry not you, we And I say we, I mean all four of us. All of us. We need to all go to medieval times, but we must bring a driver so that we can get absolutely obliterated and heckle the knights.
0: Oh, God, yes.
1: From everywhere.
0: And then get beat up in the parking lot.
1: Who's going to beat you up in the parking lot? The knights? No, because they love that shit. (laughs)
3: The the only thing that makes their job worth it we have to we have to like throw out some of that fucking money and get the the royalty seats so we're right there Oh yeah, so we're on the front oh, row. yes. And, and we have so, to get that knighted. My, that was my gift to uh to Caitlyn for her birthday was I upgraded everyone's tickets to like the to the royalty VIP section, priority seating and you're right up front.
0: I didn't it even was, know again. that's an option, but that's uh that's a must.
3: Yeah, it's,
1: so, it's pretty damn awesome. If you want your uh, hot medieval times tips, go to Ben. That's what we're saying yeah. here. Yeah. Got some hot uh, tips. you
0: right back. I'm going to go follow them on Instagram.
1: So, Instagram <laughs> <is>. <laughs> so you can yeah.
0: compete with Ben for contests because it's just you two entering.
1: <laughs> yeah. Instagram and Facebook. Follow them there. And Walter, let me know when you're entering so that I can enter at the same time and possibly win so we can go together. Yeah. Okay. But don't don't do it for this Sunday because you know Game of Thrones. Um, oh my
0: god! You guys are ridiculous.
1: Well, not I ridiculous. mean, we're committed. I'm not. I
2: don't. Okay. It took me like two years to watch what they have of Game of Thrones, and that's only because like when Lauren and I first started dating. So that's let you know how long this has been out. It's been like six years. Like when we first started dating, she start she had me start watching it, and I was like, eh, "Okay, it's it's fine, you know, Sean Bean dies, okay." And then I didn't watch it again for like oh, another. Oh
0: shit! More spoilers than our Game of Thrones cast.
2: Oh no! And uh, it, but it doesn't mean shit. He dies in every movie, and except. <laughs>
0: Jurassic Podcast may contain Game of Thrones spoilers. <laughs> 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 Every podcast is now going to be labeled with may contain Game of Thrones spoilers. But yeah, oh so
2: it took me forever to actually watch it. And yeah, it's it's good. I'm not going to like be in a rush to watch it, but I'll probably watch it Sunday night with Lauren if she stays up.
3: So Sharon finally started watching Game of Thrones. She <laughs> has watched... The entire series, and she did it within a week and a half, just fucking binging that like just, it was her job. Did she shower or brush her teeth? <laughs> I was like, Jesus did Christ. she even go to the
0: bathroom, like, or was no. she Jack Bauer and The World Needed to Be Saved, aka <laughs> Needed to Watch Game of Thrones?
3: She needed to see Dargan's, <laughs> and she made it her life's mission for like a solid two weeks. We have veered numbers.
0: very off course. Back to Jurassic Park. Wow! Yeah, we went. We started going into Game of Thrones. So Jurassic Park. So Ben, the second movie comes out. <laughs> yeah, the second movie comes out. Game of Thrones. Yeah. In the year, the year of our Florida Miami Marlins, nineteen ninety-seven.
1: Also, the year of our Titanic.
0: Yes, the year of our Titanic and wonderful cinema
1: comes. Indeed.
0: The, the, lost, world the lost world. Jurassic Park. The lost world.
1: And we get a lot more Goldblum Ian Malcolm. Yeah, we get a lot more Goldblum in this Mercedes-Benz commercial. Damn, son. Well, dude, let's just be real honest. Jurassic (laughs) Park was amazing. The first movie was amazing. We've talked about its errors. Lost World, well, I enjoy the film because Jeff Goldblum as Ian Malcolm is basically Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Jeff Goldblum Goldblum in a ridiculous situation. It's a Mercedes ad. Yeah, we've got the RVs are Mercedes. Every no, one of actually, the vehicles in The RVs are Ford. What? Oh, fuck! Hitting you with that
0: goddamn car knowledge.
2: Thank you, Walter. I needed yeah. that. Yeah, I watched this YouTube series called. It, 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 basically, it's it's part of the uh, Jurassic Park Motor Pool, which is a collection of guys who have replica Jurassic Park g- cars, and uh, one of the guys has the movie used trailers. And oh, wow. They're Ford. They're Ford. So they're huh. fixed or repaired daily. Basically, I, I, I think I think I don't. I'm not. I am i have not seen any updates of it recently because I haven't paid attention. I'm not 100 sure the trailers are back on the road yet, but they are the screen used tr- RV trailer. Well, that's pretty awesome. That is. And then uh, he. They have. They had this promo for the first Jurassic Park. They had this promo explored down in Universal Studios Florida, and it was like a monster truck version of the of the. Uh, oh,
0: it's fucking badass! It, it,
2: it's, it's basically it's it's a it's a giant lifted Ford Explorer, <laughs> and he has that he has that too.
0: Oh, that's that's great!
2: I feel like the dude has fuck you money.
0: Yeah, that sounds like fuck it, you it money.
2: It yeah. does. That doesn't it come really cheap.
1: Does. But anyway, yeah, back to the Mercedes ad.
4: <laughs> yes
1: a lot of mercedes ads um but i love how we have hammond losing control of his company because i mean that's the correct thing that happens when you have this many people die on your watch for his douche nozzle of a nephew i think it is oh, it's his nephew. Yes. oh yeah it's his nephew tons. what a jackass Yes. And it's like, takes over the company and is like, you know what? I'm smarter than him. I'm going to bring the dinosaurs off of this island where they're not fucking with people and put them in Los Angeles. San Diego. You know, I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen that guy in any other
2: movie, but if I did, I would just like look at him and be like, fuck you.
0: Fuck you. Like, you know what? Like another 1997 movie, like Titanic. Because fuck you, Billy Zane.
1: Fuck you, yeah. Billy Zane. <laughs> Jesus ben doesn't Christ. like
0: anything with Billy Zane, because fuck you, Billy Zane.
1: Because fuck you, Billy Zane. I, I do have to apologize to Billy Zane. He was <laughs> not in Jurassic Park 3. It was another actor who looked like Billy Zane. Yeah. Oh, you did
0: call him out. Oh,
1: I did man. call him out on that, so oh, I'm sorry about you. that, but still.
0: So Billy Zane, if you're listening, we apologize.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure also, he's going out of his way to retweet. listen to this.
0: Every week. <laughs> Every week,
3: baby. Yeah. But the second dress part, it had a lot of good things in it. Um, I like the cast. Uh, specifically, You know, seeing Vince Vaughn as a eco-terrorist is kind of interesting. But my favorite character is the, for lack of better words, like evil Muldoon, the uh, the game warden that's Roland helping... Roland Timbo?
2: Make...
3: Yeah. He's not an evil Muldoon. He's just another... He's a hired gun. He's more of a yeah. Muldoon than Muldoon was. That's true. I mean I say evil because he's working for the wrong side. I don't think he's really working
2: for anyone's side. He wants he's there for one reason. To hunt a hunt a dinosaur. He wants to hunt hunt a a male. A buck. A buck. (laughs) An adult T Rex. Buck
3: only. Buck only, that's right. God. I mean That's why he's there. He is. I mean he just was like, I just want to kill a big fuck off dinosaur. Keep your money
1: also love the scene where they're chasing down the dinosaur and he can't pronounce any of the names. So he's just like, the one, the one with the big red horn, the pompadour, Elvis! Just yelling descriptions to try to explain the dinosaurs. Yeah. Love that.
2: The guy, the guy, the the Russian guy who played Dieter in that movie. The guy
1: that gets eaten by compies?
2: Yeah. 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 He is, in every movie he's in, I, I love that dude as an actor. I don't even know his name, and I really should because I love him in every single movie he's in. He should—I don't know—he's just like the ultimate badass, like, and not even in a badass way. But you know, if he's in the movie, like when he's in Constantine, he was Lucifer, and you're like, okay, I totally see it. And then I—I think he was in like a Bad Boys movie or something like that, and then he was like a drug lord, and I'm like, okay, I totally see it.
3: Bad boys for life. (laughs) I don't know why, Jurassic 2 did give me a very unhealthy fear of tall grass. Ever since then, I'm like, I'm going to get eaten. Something's going to murder me. I don't know what or where, but this is how I die.
1: Oh, yeah, that is the most horrifying scene in the movie. Well, no, that's not. Let me rephrase that. The most horrifying scene in the movie is when T-Rex puts his big-ass fuck-off head in the tent. Smelling the bloody, the bloody uh sweater or the not sweater, the bloody the vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god! If no. you were to wake up, um, if you were to wake up and see that over you, not at all. <laughs> nope. I wouldn't be able to pray for death fast enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So interesting fact that I just uh found out about the T Rex robot. Can pull two G's of force when it's moving from left to right. Oh, uh, yeah. It, can it cost pull. a million dollars to make and weighed nine and a half tons.
2: Yeah, oh. and, and uh, when it grabs Eddie out of the car, they actually did that. They actually had to put Dude's leg in the T Rex's mouth and hope that it doesn't actually rip it off. Of course, they didn't do the spin and they didn't do the, the flip and tear in half part in real life. But right. they literally dragged him out of that car with that animatronic T-Rex. Oh,
3: fuck. God, that would be terrifying. It's like, all right, for this <laughs> scene, this is going to... Att- it's like, yeah, no, just, mm-mm, nope, nope, nope. I'd put, it that, I'd, I'd put it on my
2: resume. I'd be like, it's dragged out of my car by T-Rex. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Any notable achievements? Yeah, I survived a animatronic T-Rex attack. Yeah.
3: Him and that guy that was like drying out the the T-Rex in the first film, they can get together and have a fan club. Oh god. Like, did you the survive the only... big fuck off T-Rex? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Also, when uh when the T-Rexes push
1: the the RV over the cliff and uh he, Eddie walks up, guy who gets eaten by T-Rex is like, hey, can I get you guys anything? And they just like, yeah, cheeseburger and they make a cheeseburger order, I'm just like, fuck you guys.
2: No, to be fair... (laughs) Because
1: if you look at Eddie's face, he tries to process that as a real, like, response, and then realizes, oh, they're fucking with me.
2: Yeah. He He has the heat of the moment moment, and they have a, well, I mean, what else... What's the worst that could happen? Let's make a joke. Which, some people cope with bad situations that way. Like, I mean... I've dealt with some bad stuff recently and it's just, you know, you got to look at some of the funnier things and all that. It's everybody has different coping mechanisms. Some of them more help, healthy than others. Um, and maybe that the joke thing where they all just fed off of each other about some cheeseburgers and apple turnover is, is, a uh, their way of coping with the fact that they're dangling off a fucking cliff in the back of an RV attached to an accordion being pushed by T-Rexes.
1: Also, what is that accordion made out of? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have no idea. I, I've seen videos of the, of the accordion buses in use, and they put benches through the freaking accordions. At least in Europe they do. And so these people are sitting on the benches, and the, oh, shit. You know, the buses are going around corners, and the bus is flexing around them. And <laughs> it's just like, their feet are yes. off the ground, and these nope. accordions are moving around. Nope. Yeah, It's a big nope factor.
1: Oh, very big no Also, when they're on the on the island and they're yelling, Sarah, Sarah Harding. Nick, how many Sarahs do you think are on this island? <laughs> but it's funny because later in the movie, Goldbloom, as Ian Malcolm, yells Nick, Nick Van Owen. Oh my god. But I think he
2: does that like just I, I think that's one of those things where
1: he's like, oh, I'm gonna play off this.
2: Definitely, yeah, I I I think it is too- humor.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely think it is too. But it's just really funny to me that that happens. Oh, um yeah. And then you know, so 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 basically, they're trying to get these dinosaurs off the island. Shit goes south because if we've learned anything about movies with dinosaurs, it's they go nothing south. goes south. Yeah, it's not, not. not going to go well. Nothing Which, goes planned.
0: Except for where who bad. parks that RVs. Happy.
2: <laughs> who parks RVs on a fucking cliff?
1: That is a good question.
2: There's literally there's it's a whole island. I'm sure there was no shortage places to park your RV.
1: Yeah, not like parking at a premium. Cliff? Yeah, because <coughs> how else are you going to get that six shot, man?
3: Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's in the script, you're right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> script. Um, it's also I in the book. Say, though, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, things would have gone a lot worse if Lost World took place in 2019 versus um, 1997 because if it happened nowadays, big fuck off T-Rex is causing shit through San Diego and everyone be point out their cell phones and being like, I'm going to film this and put it on YouTube. And they would oh, get they would. fucking eaten. Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. So, can we also talk about how
1: the hell did the dinosaur eat everybody on the boat to cause the boat to wreck? Okay. <laughs> so, Here's here one. we go. Oh,
4: Mr. Debunker, oh, well, we got go this. fuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your panties, boys we for a wild ride. Okay, so what was originally in the script was that um, there were going to be Velociraptors. <laughs> like, the original draft of the movie is that there were going to be Velociraptors on the tanker as well. Which because is... Is that smart? Yeah, that was, like, the first draft of the movie. The second draft of the movie, I think... I'm not sure about the 100% on these draft versions... But there's one one thing they didn't show, which I think Spielberg wanted to, is there was supposed to be a gigantic hole in the side of the uh, the bridge where you know where they pilot the ship, because apparently like the T Rex had gotten loose when they were on like in the ocean, and so a large part of it is like you know there's the hand hanging off, but there's a giant hole behind behind where that hand would be hanging off because the T Rex was you know in Flavor Town and
0: um <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that caught me like 5 seconds delayed <laughs> <laughs> so oh shit the
2: t-rex is on, his t-rex is on eating spree uh and pretty much like the they think this one uh, this one dude uh, apparently like went down into the hold to like lure the t-rex in there and then the other guy in his last like moments closed the hatch on top of him. Something along those lines. But because I had to describe it, Matt's going to go, it's not canon, so it's not (laughs) canon. No. What really happened is random body parts on this boat, they come stock, it's just the way it is.
3: No, what I want to say is, this boat (laughs) crashes into the fucking dock. And the authorities go to investigate. You see a severed hand holding the close hatch button. And the first thing that this fucker does is he picks it up, shakes off the hand and goes, "I'm going to open this." <laughs> like, why? Why would you think that's a good idea? Dude, like, he
2: he gets paid 975 an hour. Whatever no, no, is, no, no hold, he's not, he's yeah, not he's getting paid okay. to make good decisions. <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. It's early, early. It's late 90s. He's getting paid $7 an hour max. No, 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 no. Like five, like, hold it. 515. You know. he's About not, 525. He's not working retail. He's working security. It's a step up. He's working. He's, okay. he's getting 725, something like that. Whatever happens before or after that hold <laughs> opens is not his problem.
1: Also, it was 475 because wages didn't go up until September 1st, which was after this movie released. So, he might have been getting paid 475 an hour. Oh, then I dude,
2: I'd press all the freaking buttons. I would not care. Just touch them all. Uh, what's was the worst second okay, half. I don't Trump. Get paid enough.
0: <laughs> oh, damn.
1: Um, <laughs> the San Diego scene well, though is hilarious to me because They're explaining what's going on with the T-Rex. They're like, he's hungry, he's thirsty, and he's drugged out of his mind. So we get a scene where the T-Rex just starts drinking water out of this kid's pool. The kid's name is also Ben, which I always thought was a great thing. He tries to tell his parents there's a dinosaur in the backyard, and they're like, oh, it's a fucking fish tank, and they're fighting. They finally come to his room and see a T-Rex has eaten the dog, (laughs) and he takes a picture... The T-Rex roars and the parents finally realize that their kid is not crazy.
3: Which, you know, let's face it, the death of the dog is the worst death in the entire movie Yeah, like, it's pretty heartbreaking. Beings, they can die left and right. I'm like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> it's not okay for that but a dog to hurt.
1: And yeah, I'm okay. I'm wrecked. Yeah, I mean, it's not the dog's fault that it was just trying to do dog things and protect its household. But I mean, it's doing its job. I mean, so it's a security guard and
2: he
3: got paid more than the dog.
0: It, that's true.
2: Well, the
3: dog, maybe, the dog doesn't need a maybe salary. He, got
0: paid. he just he just needs love.
3: I wonder if the first thing through that security guard's mind whenever that T-Rex busts through those doors once they started to open is like I am so fired.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was concerned about his security guard job.
3: Yeah, it's really like I don't get paid enough for like, this
0: shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I don't think that was his I don't think that was it.
3: It's probably like I'm getting off of this fucking boat.
0: Yeah, right,
3: Like
1: This, right. <sighs> but wow. yeah.
3: So you like you have T Rex
1: attack a bus, eat a man outside of a blockbuster, which blockbuster? Oh my god! Which You know you if don't, a don't
0: blockbuster get en- in a movie. It's a good thing.
1: Yep, you don't get enough blockbuster cameos anymore. Nope. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why.
0: <laughs> hey, we had one in 2019, so we're good.
1: We did. The uh, the group of japanese individuals running
2: saying they saying they left japan to get away from this shit. yes <laughs> yelling
1: Jira and then saying they left japan to get away from this
0: <laughs> so
1: good amazing so good <laughs> slightly racist but a great easter egg indeed oh, yes. and, and also, also can, oh you're, go ahead you're, you're a car guy walter can you explain to me he isn't a pontiac gto how can he not outrun the t-rex <clears throat> which we have already established is slower than a jeep. Oh, I thought it was a firebird. Whatever. We know <laughs> it's faster than a jeep.
2: Yeah, but they're not trying to outrun the rex. They're trying to lure the rex back to the
1: boat. I'm sorry. Anytime a T-Rex is chasing me, I'm trying to outrun a T-Rex. You better be
2: trying to outrun it, exactly. Well, that's different. You're not carrying the baby T-Rex in your back seat.
1: <laughs> I, I guess you're right.
3: I, I, I mean, guess this, you're right. It's one of those situations where if you're not first, you're lunge.
4: That was so solid. (laughs) That was the best thing I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) Okay. But yeah, Uh, uh, long story uh, short, they (laughs) finally (laughs) managed to lead T Rex back to the boat. And I Uh, love this scene where Deuce Nozzle Nephew. Goes down to make sure every everybody's in there, and he sees the baby T-Rex, and he's like, oh, good, you're here. And somehow we get Ninja Rex 2.0. Oh, no, he heard it. He did not recognize it fast enough. Well,
2: no one said he was a smart man. <laughs> but he's book smarts, c- not street smarts, not street yeah. smarts.
1: But um, earlier in the movie, we do see the scene where Douche uncle here, or nephew in this case, was the one that broke the baby T-Rex's leg. Are, like tripping over it and then we get that sweet karma with baby t-rex learning how to hunt by eating this dude and the line we get earlier in the movie from malcolm is this is a big mistake and i'm gonna be there when you learn that malcolm's the one standing at the top of the rampway to close the thing as he's getting eating and it's like mm, karma rolled up into a sweet little morsel that we can devour now the way the way
2: in in one like one of the original drafts wow. of the movie, um he was gonna get eaten by a T rex anyway, but it uh, I forget the exact scenario, but like ah, uh, what is it basically like Roland Timbo, douchebag nephew, Malcolm Nick, and all of them were like at a meet up, they were gonna be at the facility, they had to go look for something. And it basically turned into, like, a crocodile hunt, almost. Like, uh, Nick and Goldbloom and all of them, stay, they stayed back. And then Roland and Nephew went and looked for this T-Rex, and they were hunting for it. And the T-Rex had just eaten a bunch of the engine employees, basically. This is when they're on the island. And, uh, you know, they checked to make sure they're downwind and all that stuff. And, and you know, they're, they're upwinds, uh, I think. Or, or is it Anyway, they're they're upwind, so the T Rex won't smell the T Rex won't smell them. But then douchebag nephew steps on a sni- steps on a stick. The T Rex notices, gets up and walks toward them. You know,
1: and you uh, don't move and because they, their vision's based on movement.
2: They don't move. That's exactly it. They don't move. You know. Roland's like, don't move. It Just ate. It won't bother us. Animals don't bother things when they've just eaten. It's like it's like if they're not hungry, they're not gonna kill you. Yeah. Um, and the ne- like nephew gets like super, like you know, shaky. And, yeah, nerves get get going, and he whips around to shoot the T Rex, and the T Rex goes nope, and chomps down on him, and like t- and Roland gets away. So that was the original way that that the nephew was going to die, which I think would have been just as satisfying.
1: Probably. I think him dying in general is all you needed to have.
2: That's true. Like I said, I haven't seen him in any other movie, so he must have died for real after that movie. Jesus. Wow.
0: Damn.
2: Damn. Well, it wouldn't Uh, help his case. I wouldn't like him in any other movie because I'd be like, you're the reason this shit happened in Jurassic Park. (laughs) 2 I it would just I would hold that grudge,
1: the Billy Zane but, grudge. The the Billy Zane grudge. Yeah. When you hate somebody for no reason other than they were in a movie. Yeah. Oh, I speaking of speaking of that. If that's the way
2: it is, then uh, that <laughs> that one chick who is in all of the uh, Johnny Depp movies.
1: Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. God, I can't stand her. Don't don't say that in front of my wife.
0: Yeah, you'll get you'll get your shit cut up.
1: I don't care.
2: Um, no, I just don't. Something something about her. I just can't stand like any of her characters. <coughs> just I don't
4: because like her because she's there to
0: make you like only, Johnny Depp. Can't stand like Russell Brand. Like that's my
2: dude. Yeah, my he's fucking he's, no. He's obnoxious, but he's funny sometimes. No, but with her character, the only character out of her that I've liked was when she was the king's wife in the King's speech. That's it. I thought she was wonderful in that. It's because it was a small part.
1: Honestly, looking at this gentleman, his name is Arliss Howard, if you didn't know. Um, He's really not been in in anything after Lost World, but he was in Natural Born Killers and Full Metal Jacket.
2: Wait, so he's the young guy. He's the guy guy with glasses and Full Metal Jacket, isn't he?
1: I'm assuming. He was
2: also in The Sandlot. So, basically... Okay, I like him in any movie pre-Lost World, because in Lost yeah. World, he's a, he's a jerk. <laughs> Pre-97, we're good. Pre-97, yeah. and Pre-97, as you can tell good. from his movie record, obviously he did a good enough job where Hollywood was like, you know what, I don't want to hire that guy either. He ruined Jurassic Park. <laughs> so He was in yeah, The Time Traveler's Wife. I don't know what that is, so it doesn't and, count. And True Blood. I don't think I know what that is. Is that The Vampire Show?
1: Yes, it is. It is The then I really don't care. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, and and that kind of sums up the first two Jurassic parks there. You've got a uh, first one is we've made this amazing park, but Mother Nature says, fuck your park, and everything goes south when Newman ruins everything. Fucking Newman. And then in the second one, we're like, hey, this park with all these great things didn't work out, so let's bring them to the mainland because it's so going to work better than it did the other time.
3: So I know Newman ruins everything, but at the same time, though, let's face it: if someone offered you one point five million dollars in nineteen ninety-three money, I mean, come on, I, I would, would I, be tempted? I, I would be tempted.
1: But knowing that Hammond has fuck you money, I'd probably be like, "Yo, bro, this guy's offering me this much money to get him some embryos. What can you do for me?" So you would just play the sides, is what you're saying? Oh man, yeah. you'd hustle.
0: He just he'd just turn that like one grift to the other.
2: Sounds more yeah. like you'd hustle your way out of a job.
0: Yeah. yeah, he'd be like, "Here's what I can do for you. You fired. You're arrested."
2: And also in that
1: situation, I what would is be a he gonna driver. do? Arrest me with his old man cane?
0: No, he's gonna get his hitman take you out in the in the in the uh, fucking forest, and then you'll I be mean, wondering why. I'm you're
2: just, I'm to that just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Muldoon could put you in the raptor cage, and there would
3: be no evidence. And Nothing. there won't even be any blood, as the uh, no. as the cow show is. Yeah, us.
0: just bones yeah. would come out clean, son.
3: I wonder <laughs> what they do to
1: get them clean bones. Do they like boil them or something like that?
0: Usually, that's what you. Would yes, like
1: you boil to get all boiled. the stuff off. Oh, do you guys have anything else to add to these first two films? I will
0: talk about some interesting box office numbers for Lost World.
1: Let's hear. Uh, okay. So,
0: it, yeah, it did. So with all the shit it gets, it, it did a lot better than I thought it did. So it uh, took on its opening weekend, which was Memorial Day weekend. It took, over that four-day weekend, technically, it took $92.6 million, $92.6 million, which at the time was the biggest opening weekend, surpassing the previous record holder of Batman Forever.
2: What? Yes!
4: <laughs> the
0: previous what? record holder of Batman Forever! Like Which, by the way, time. that was a $52.8 million opening weekend, which, yeah... Um. So, Lost World went on to hold this record for four and a half years, until Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone came out. Um, but Lost World did still hold a record for a while of highest single-day box office of 26.1 million, until Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace.
1: Oh, wow, why heck? are there so many bad movies that did so well at the box office?
0: Well, because good
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. marketing.
0: Episode
2: one was not a bad movie. Episode one is not a bad movie. Is it a great movie? No, but it's not a bad Star Wars movie.
0: Ben is just silently.
2: (sighs) It's because Mm. he knows
0: I'm right. So the
2: Last uh, Jedi was worse.
0: (laughs) Oh my god!
1: (laughs) I don't want to get on the Star Wars topic because obviously, because I got feelings about that franchise that could fill up a whole podcast. Yeah. Oh, it will. And I'm gonna be involved in that podcast as well.
3: <laughs> yeah, you can't cut me out of this. Future spoilers, everybody!
0: Fucking, <laughs> it's gonna be like a eight person podcast episode.
3: Man, yeah, I'm just gonna I let you. I'm just gonna plan. let
0: you
2: know, Matt. You may be you may have to stay in your lane in that one. It's oh, gonna shit. be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a battle royale. Battle royale. Yeah, you just got to stay in your lane, buddy. There's just so much more Jurassic Park related stuff that I want to talk about. Is it Jurassic Park or Jurassic World? Jurassic Park. Well, then keep going.
0: Keep, keep it going.
2: Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> ben asked me one day, we were having a conversation, and he asked me who I think the most important character in the Jurassic World in in, in Jurassic World is. And I said. Jurassic World or Jurassic Park? You said, oh, sorry, in Jurassic Park. Sorry. Okay. Because I, I specifically said, is it related I to just Jurassic asked Park? Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know in Jurassic World, the most important character is Claire in those heels.
1: Anyway. No, um, those those heels. Just those heels are the most important character. The support yeah. they have for Claire is unmatched. unmatched. Get you a relationship that has that level of support.
2: <laughs> relationship goals. Get you a man that lifts you up that high. Anyway, um, I'm
3: just, those heels have some like to, to the power. two girls who <laughs> to this it.
2: podcast. Get you a man who lifts you up as high as those heels. Um. But yeah, like Ben asked you me one day. Raise who, me up. Ben asked me who I think, who I thought the most important person in Jurassic Park was, and I was stumped because it's something I had never thought about before. And i I mean, Ben, you can take over this one if you want, and
1: you know. No, about I, it. for me, like when you're watching the first, we'll say the first two movies with Jurassic Park, I, I, Hammond to me is always the most important because without his vision, we don't have. We don't have this world that has genetic engineering at its disposal, but at the same token he's also the worst character for this franchise because he introduces this unrestrained power onto the world that they have no concept of how to use because they don't ask if they could do or they they just ask if they could do it, not if they should do it
2: yeah i mean what what is it you said about nedri? He's, no, he's responsible for all of it
1: that happens. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's responsible for all the negative to me because yeah. if he doesn't go and shut down everything, there's a strong chance that that island doesn't get torn apart in that storm. Everything works as it's supposed to, and while it's an uneventful, soft open for the group, there's not mass hysteria, chaos, and death everywhere. So because of Nedry's missteps, that's why we have all the the death and destruction that had that follows. In Jurassic Park, in the Lost World, and moving on through the rest of the series, all kind of spawn because of Nedry's one mistake he makes.
3: Because I guess of, for me, like the most important character, and this is just the way I see it, is um, Dr. Grant. Because I mean, as a kid, I was a huge dinosaur fanatic. Like I love dinosaurs. I can name all the dinosaurs off the top. Like love them and. He always reminded Park me of crew. my dad.
1: Grant did.
2: Yeah, it's because my dad used to wear a lot of flannel shirts, and a hat <laughs> like that, and he could totally pull it off. I could never pull it off. I look like a freaking gay cowboy, but my dad pulled it off like a badass. All right, John. same way. Same way Grant did.
3: But no, like <laughs> Grant, though, like this is someone who is a lover of dinosaurs which me was as a kid was a lover of dinosaurs seeing something amazing for the first time in his entire life and i i could relate to that as like as a you know kids like i fucking love dinosaurs and i see them in books and then bam you see them on the screen and just like in awe and i kind of relate that a little bit to like how dr grant's reaction was that scene the very beginning of the movie and the whole like mother of God dropping his sunglasses down and just staring in awe and I'm like, Yeah, this is a guy that I'm gonna like click with. Cause you feel like you're seeing everything through the he feels like he's seeing
1: everything for the yeah, first time. Yeah. yeah, and exactly. Okay. I can I can see that. Yeah, Do you guys have I, any I, like
0: I'd go with that?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you guys have any, like, weird, uh, I guess, memories related to watching Jurassic Park? Like, I, when I was younger, you know, this movie came out when I was very, very young. Um, I think I was, like, three or four at the time. Um, I remember, like, watching it with my dad. And when the T-Rex would break out of the paddock, of course, you know, you don't move because the T-Rex's vision is based on movement. But I would hide behind my dad. <laughs> While we were watching, like, because he, he would like lay, he would like lay on the floor, himself up, and just watch the movie, and I'd I'd lay on the ground behind him and watch over his like
3: over his shoulder, because I didn't want to be seen by the T Rex. That movie scared me so much, Um and uh, it was like a good scare. And the thing, the most ridiculous thing I remember was like, you know, one's like shock and awe, like this is amazing, wonderful film, and then like two. It was 1993, I was in kindergarten, and at the time they had these like Jurassic Park trading card things, and I remember having raptors in a kitchen trading card from this movie, and I'm like, could barely read a fucking thing on this card, but there was a picture of (laughs) the kids hiding from velociraptors on this.
2: Dude, I got one similar to that as well. One of the cruel, cruel jokes, because, you know, dads are expert jokers, my sister and I used to share a room at his house. And when Lost World came out, they had these giant, like, window decals. And, you know, they were of the dinosaurs. <laughs> and I woke up one morning, and the freaking blinds were open, and there was a Velociraptor decal on the window. <laughs> which, which you know, further on into my future also scarred me with like, with the emu encounter. But yep. um, <laughs> I was like, wait, this explains a lot. About but we <laughs> freaking gigantic velociraptor sticker. I like I like like cuz my sister's bed was closer to the window than mine. <laughs> so she was first. <laughs> so I like crawled out of the bed and crawled down the hallway <laughs> hoping it didn't see me. Just oh god, what an awful childhood.
1: <laughs> that's, that's amazing. <laughs> so so for yeah, me, man. this was a the- First, uh, the first movie that I can remember seeing in theaters. Oh, nice. Um, But I vividly remember when I was seeing the movie, being completely enthralled with it and completely not aware of until probably two years later when it came out um, on TV one time. I never remembered seeing uh, Gennaro getting eaten off the toilet because apparently when that scene started to happen, my mom had covered my eyes. But I don't <laughs> remember my mom covering my eyes, right. but I don't remember that scene until i much later viewing. You
0: know, knowing your
1: mother, it wouldn't surprise
0: you. Yeah, I can see it. I can totally see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. And, and also, funny funny story, because this is, my parents had split up by that point in time. The guy that took us to see it bought me a little dinosaur figurine from, like, the, the movie theater had, like, a gift shop that had oh, these nice. little dinosaurs in it. And mom let me have it, and then broke up with the dude the next day because she felt like he was trying to buy my love. Oh damn! So Mama Warren got got me into Jurassic Park, and then was like, "Nope, we out."
2: Damn, damn! I don't have a story to top that. That yeah, no, no, that one hurts, man. <laughs> well, that's that's why I was letting you guys tell your story first
1: before Fuck. I started.
2: Fuck. Oh, I feel, I take it back. I have one more. It's not as dark as that one. At at my mother's house, all old uh our house a few like a few, a few houses a few. ago. <laughs> <laughs> um she bought me a Jurassic Park poster. And it was of the T-Rex's head. Basically, like it was like the gates and then there was like a T-Rex the T-Rex like in front of the in front of the gates, basically. And she put it in the basement, and she took me down there to, sh- to show me, which, why, I don't know. But I'm glad she did, because that's where that poster proceeded to live for the next, you know, 21 years of my life. And, until, oh, not amazing. 21 years, but the next, like, I don't know, like, 12 years of my life that we lived in that house. Because it scared me so bad I refuse to have it in my room. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, there's uh, every di- it, Everything points back to that fucking emu. It, it, all, yeah. it really does. It the, all comes the, back to the, 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 back to the emu. the Velociraptor sticker. There's yep. the Velociraptor sticker. There's the freaking dre- T-Rex poster. Yeah. It, emu, it, it, and, then, and then there's the emu watching me wash dishes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that that bitch.
3: The circle is complete. Hopefully, I won't have another encounter. Several therapy sessions. Just have your therapist <laughs> listen to this podcast. Just play it again for me. <laughs> I feel like
2: Lauren's going to listen to this and be like, "You're an idiot," oh. and it explains so much.
1: <laughs> well, good. That'll help you through some awkward parts in your relationship in the future. Exactly. I was going to so, say my my which...
0: memories because I was way too young when it came out in the theater, but I know because the first movie I saw, I remember seeing in the theater was Lion King. I definitely remember that. So, but when when I the first memory I have of watching this, I remember was with my uncle, and he always had like crazy good surround sound systems, and he'd always have these huge media rooms in whatever house they were in, and I remember he had the whole surround sound. So when the T Rex would go, he just would fucking engulf you, and that's that's kind of like my my main memory of watching it. But also. The fucking Sega Genesis uh, Jurassic Park game was fantastic. And impossible. It was so hard. I've gone back to play it, and I'm like, how did I basically beat this game when I was a kid? It's like, ridiculous. There, there's I remember a, there, there's the a free Super one. It's the same game.
1: Yeah. That's impossible, because game. Super Nintendo and Sega never had the same game. They had the same name. But it was never the same fucking game. I'm pretty sure
0: it was the it
2: same It
1: doesn't matter if they're the same game or not. I've played both. They're both impossible. Both okay. impossible. Okay. Got it. Yeah.
2: Very good shit though. I seem to remember one on my uh, on my phone recently. I think <laughs> I think you can download e- uh, one of those uh, Jurassic Park games on your phone right now for free. Nice. And it's even harder because there's no action. Because you're using a fucking touch screen. And so it makes it even oh, more God. impossible. Yeah, no, Which, fuck that. The the night I met Lauren, actually no, it's the day after I met Lauren. We watched Jurassic Park and compared the facts we knew. Man, she, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I plan on marrying her anyway. But that
1: just totally reinforces whoa, it. Whoa, whoa,
2: oh you shit! Didn't put that old record. Oh shit, <laughs> that shit
1: is now verified on record. Just want that stated. All right, for the record. Wow. When Lauren s- listens to this podcast, she's not going to listen to it. She's not. shooting but- I am going to walk to Warren's house with a boombox over my head. Put this on a VHS or put this on a fucking cassette tape. A tape. Make her listen to it. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
1: You're going to have like, to bring over listen. the VCR, hook it up, sit her
0: down, and be like, "Wait, how do we connect this? This TV has no components." I'm going to let you know that it's not a secret. But she knows we plan on getting married. I mean, it's the fine. moment, the moment she hears it, Walter better be just on one knee, ready to fucking propose. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like when that line happens, the podcast pauses. And you know, just I there. I haven't thought
2: that far ahead, that far ahead as to how I'm gonna propose. But, but this I can isn't the worst idea. Out. This is sure as hell not the way I'm gonna do go. it. <laughs> well, that is
0: nothing but a disappointment. Uh well maybe it's you guys maturi <laughs> <Yeah>. a side <sign laughs> so, of relief. So also
1: for everyone's record, the Super Nintendo version of Jurassic Park was a top-down game.
0: Oh fuck you.
1: Same as and the Game Boy version. The Sega version was a what side scroll. Side scroll. Okay. And so you it's, played it's as single. either Alan Grant or a Velociraptor in the Sega yep. version.
0: Yep, I remember playing as a Velociraptor. It was fucking awesome.
2: Oh, Ben Ben downloaded the Jurassic World Evolution game because he heard me talking about it. Like the amount of chaos oh, that was happening. That's so good.
1: Yes, yes, that is the reason I paid full price for that game.
2: Yeah, like I was freaking. I was on the second island, right? And the second it's island, so had... much
1: fun. <laughs> I paid full price for a game on Steam. You,
0: you did pay full price for that. I bought it like a few weeks ago for nothing. Like I'm on the second island. The second
2: island, they start introducing storms. So naturally, what do I do? I'm like, oh, I'm going to breed as many Velociraptors as possible. What's the worst do that could happen. So I, I breed these Velociraptors. There's like six of them. And then I have like three other paddocks with like the herbivores in them because there's way more of those than there are carnivores. And then the storm hits. And Ben Ben is just like talking to me on Xbox Live. And I'm playing this game and he, <laughs> he hears the progression of things getting from bad to worse.
1: In, in, in I like, bought it the next game. I bought <laughs> it the next day.
2: In, in, like three, in like three minutes, I was like, oh, man, the Raptors are getting antsy. I, mean, I, like, I was like, they're getting antsy. I'm going to have to go send my, my guys over there to, like, repair repair the fences. And Ben goes, oh, what's that like? And I'm like, oh, God, they're out. <laughs> and, and so in, like, less than, like, two minutes, before I could even contain the situation, the Raptors had split up into two different packs – Three of them went and started attacking tourists. The other three started making their way through the herbivore paddocks just wreaking havoc and killing anything they could and moving on to the next paddock. And Ben heard all of this happening as I'm like freaking out because I couldn't control it. I'm
0: like, I can't tranquilize them fast enough. Oh my god!
2: Because <laughs> you gotta do things like freaking ass backwards in that game. It's like, oh, you need to tranquilize. You have to shoot from the helicopter. And so I'm trying to shoot six moving velociraptors from a helicopter as they're wiping out my entire park, and then Ben bought the game the next day, and we just yeah, started. That's amazing. And then Ben pointed out a really a really uh, revolutionary thing to me. I guess he said it's easier to breed the the cheap ass herbivore than it is to replace the feeder <laughs> if you run out of money. So I've been doing this. Like, if I ever run out of money, I just feed the T Rex or whatever dinosaur the freaking like cheapest like ostrich I can, because it's like it's like Are you, are you sure?
1: 000. Are you sure that's not because you hate emus and this is joy at getting back at them?
2: It it might be subconsciously, but it's it's you know it's it's like hundred fifty thousand dollars cheaper to feed him another dinosaur than it is to feed him just a pile of meat. That's amazing. The game is the game is really good. It's a it's an excellent time waster. Lauren yep. and I, Lauren had me like there's you can get easel the Nublar, and it's a it's a sandbox game, a sandbox level, and you can just build whatever you want. And so I've, I was doing that, and I had this nice park set up, and Lauren goes, "Get rid of all the fences," and I did, and it was just like Raptor play day, you know, all the her- the Brachiosaurus and all that crap. They weren't bothered by anything. All the giant herbivores. They had no problems with any of the other dinosaurs. T-Rexes didn't mess with them. The Indominus Rex messed with everybody, so I take that back. He was an asshole. I couldn't wait for him to die. Um, but the Raptors all hung out at like the entrance to the park <laughs> and just like attacked any any you know visitors that were coming in. <laughs> when I, when I yeah, looked raptors at, Raptors learned where that food came from? They did. It was a constant stream of, of people. And uh well I, you, you can go and look at your park rating and I had like a three and a half star park rating. and while my my uh, visitor uh, visitor casual, casualty rate was catastrophic, the amount of th- the fun was a hundred percent. So that means the visitors were having a hundred percent fun being in this death trap of a park with a catastrophic uh, victim rating. And I haven't been able to recreate something that
1: majestic since. So, so people just enjoy dying. In your part. Yeah,
2: it's just, it's just, it's, it's. I think it's the, you know, the 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 adrenaline rush of having to run for your life from a raptor and watching, you know, Rebecca next to you take the fall instead of you.
1: Yes, because I don't have to outrun you. I don't have to outrun the raptor. I just have to outrun you. Yeah, definitely. Which means I am fucked regardless. <laughs> I'm gonna have to stand and fight a velociraptor. Oh Uh-oh. god.
2: Watching well, you punch a Velociraptor in the face would definitely be worth the four seconds of life I have left after it.
1: <laughs> oh well guys, I think we've talked about all we can for these and first more. two movies and more. I don't yet. know,
2: dude. I got more and i said, <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I, I think we could again. I mean I'm pretty sure we could go longer, but just to <laughs> save our audience some time, we'll kinda we'll kinda leave it there. Uh I wanna really thank Walter and Matt for coming on here. Oh yeah, no, it's just tons for of me. fun. Um, Thanks, guys. And, and don't forget, we will have those links to Walter's photography page and to Matt's stream. We will have those linked into this episode, so you can check those out whenever you wish to. Totally sorry if I steamrolled the conversations. You did not. You did fine. I get excited because it's good I, shit. I, I think. I think we all do. And um, go oh, ahead. Something to be excited about yes it is. Exactly. And indeed, uh let uh let's walk us on out here, Andy.
0: Alright, whenever you listen to us, morning, evening, afternoon, night, whatever Ben says, I hope you enjoy it. Uh once <laughs> again find all the places to listen to us on young to be this old. Thanks for checking it out.
1: And y'all enjoy it. Bye everybody. Bye. Goodbye.